This episode is brought to you by Paramount Plus. An unlikely friendship begins in the Paramount Plus original movie, Little Wing, starring Brooklyn Prince with Kelly Riley and Brian Cox. Reeling from her parents' divorce, Caitlin steals a valuable bird to save her home, but instead forms a bond with the owner, leading to a new outlook on life. Little Wing, now streaming exclusively on Paramount Plus. Head to ParamountPlus.com to try it free. Rated PG 13. Welcome to Real Paranormal Activity, the network. Entertainment you'll enjoy. You are listening to an RPA production where people gather. Foss Corporation, LLC. There was a legend that there was a lady that had been murdered on our property. They said that her husband had shot and killed her because he thought she was having an affair. He killed her and her sister. It's what we have been told. For the first four years, things were very peaceful in the house. And then the things started happening. Doors opening, knocking. I heard footsteps, lights going on and off, the TV coming on and going off. Small things, just enough that you felt like you weren't alone. This is Shannon in Abu Dhabi, and you are listening to RPA, Real Paranormal Activity, with my good friend, Aaron Hunter. Welcome. I'm Aaron Hunter, purveyor of paranormal stories, the occult, and the unexplained. Welcome to RPA. I hope you enjoy your stay. Hey guys, Aaron here, and Britt is currently away, and it is Monday, August 3rd, 2020, episode 236. How is everyone out there around the world doing? And man, it's always great to be back in the hot seat. But I do have a great announcement for you guys. Terry, from Terry's Mysterious Moments, he turned 60 today. That's right, Terry, if you're listening, happy birthday, buddy. And if you guys want to wish Terry a happy birthday, you can go to his Facebook page and leave him a little message there. Just do a search for Terry's Mysterious Moments. Or you can email him at terrysmysteriousmoments at gmail.com. I'm sure he'll get a great kick out of that hearing from you guys. Yeah, so Terry, happy birthday, buddy. And tomorrow's Tuesday, but there will not be a new episode of Aaron's Horror Show. He's taking a week off. He'll be back next week. But there is a new show of Terry's Mysterious Moments for this Wednesday and this Friday. The all-new video shows are coming out, plus a new short film for entertaining short films. Just take a look at that category. You'll see it right there. Other than that, everything's A-OK over here at the RPA Mansion. The COVID-19 thing is still going strong, but hey, we can wait it out. And if you want to share your own paranormal experiences, merely send it in to Aaron, A-A-R-O-N, at realparanormalactivity.com, and I'll read it off on a future episode. And with that, 
Let's get the show on the road, and you know what that means. Oh, yeah, man, come on. Say it with me. That's right. Two, the story then. Follow me right this way. No pushing, no shoving, and the fans are going nice and cool in here. And as usual, grab a beanbag out of the corner there, find an empty spot on the floor, and grab a popsicle out of the freezer. We have all kinds. Lime, cherry, grape, and orange. And while you guys are doing that, I'm going to get comfy behind my desk here, as usual. And Britt sent me uh, her packet by email. Thank you, Britt, if you're listening. What do we got here? Okay. Yeah, we got some short ones. And we got a long one here. Okay. All right. Let me uh, take a sip of my green tea real quick. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, man. So good when it hits the lips. All right. What's the first one here? This one is by Diane, and it's titled, I Got It. Okay, Diane, let's see what you got, man. Since my mom's passing, I spend most nights with my 79-year-old dad in his home because he doesn't like to stay alone. During the early morning hours, something creepy and disturbing happened in my dad's home. I sleep on the couch in the living room. I awoke from the sound of my dad walking into the kitchen. I looked at my alarm clock and it was about 4.30 a.m. My dad seeing he had wakened me up and so he went back into his bedroom. I still had an hour before having to get up so I laid there trying to go back to sleep. I was thinking to myself that my pillow sucked and that I needed to get a better pillow. I was trying to remember what pillows I had at home that weren't being occupied by my husband or kids. While laying there with my eyes closed and thinking about how uncomfortable I was, I heard a sudden faint whisper saying, I got it, I got it. Then I heard loudly in my right ear a breathy whisper say, I got it. My eyes popped open and I sat up. I looked around a a little bit The kitchen light was on so I could see into the living room and I tried to figure out if what I heard was real or just a part of my imagination. I looked at the alarm clock and it was 5.11 a.m. I laid back down for a few more minutes. The voice reminded me of my 10-year-old son. It sounded like a child. It made no sense. I said to myself, I'm not going to think much about it. Maybe I did fall back asleep for a minute, and it was part of a weird dream. I got up to get dressed and noticed that it was chillier than usual. I was actually shivering. I went into the bathroom and looked into the mirror. There were red splotches on the right side of my neck. I was lying on my left. I walked into the kitchen to get my car keys, and I felt weird. I felt like I had no space and was being crowded in. I had a very anxious feeling. After starting up my car to warm up, I talked to my dad for a few minutes about what he was going to do that day. I didn't tell him about my experience because stuff like that scares him. As I was leaving his house, I had a feeling of paranoia. I even looked into the back seat of my car before getting in. I felt like... I wasn't alone. While driving home, my chest began to hurt. 
My head started to throb, and I felt nauseated. I just had a feeling like I wasn't alone in the car. When I arrived home and got out of the car, I felt relieved. The anxiety slowly lifted. I didn't tell my husband or anyone else because I'm not certain if it was a weird dream or if it was real. I plan to take my voice recorder and leave it on all night while I sleep. I've had other strange occurrences in my dad's home, so anything is possible. A little scary, but I don't think it's anything to be afraid of. Thanks for reading. And that's from Diane. Diane, hey, thank you very much for uh, sharing that. Very interesting stuff. You know, I have to admit, the when you were describing, uh, especially this last part, it almost seems like uh, you may have a medical condition, you know. Um, but then again, you got this whisper early on while you were trying to go to sleep. Huh. I don't know what to make of it, really. And it sounds like this is the first time... Well, no, you at the end here, you say that there are other things that have happened at your dad's house too so okay yeah it'll be interesting uh to see what you might get as far as uh evps are concerned gonna leave your recorder on while you sleep yeah that's a good call and i take it you're feeling better now i was thinking uh you know some sort of gas leak maybe but you're outside you start feeling uh paranoid yeah red splotches on the right side of your neck I don't know what to make of that. <laughs> yeah, but um, it'll be interesting what you find as far as EVPs. Yeah, Diane, hey, thank you very much for sharing. And, you know, write back in and let us know what happens. Thank you. All right. What's next? What do we got here? Yeah, you know, you always have, uh, you know, medical conditions can, um, you know, can uh, can do things like that to you. You know, whether it's a gas leak as well within the house, you know, you feel nauseated, feel paranoid, anxiety, those sorts of things. Yeah, it's hard to tell sometimes. The odd thing is you got home, you got out, and then you felt fine. Yeah, I don't know what to... uh, You might want to get yourself checked out. (laughs) You know, just in case, just in case... But like you said, you know, like you mentioned in the story, um, there's other things that's happening at your dad's house as well. So, yeah, only you really do know. Yeah. All right. What do we got here? This one is by Rafton, and it's titled, She Came Back. Okay, Rafton. Let's see what you got, man. My mother-in-law passed away recently. It was very quick, which made me happy for her, because I was very fond of her and didn't want to see her in so much pain. She left behind her three sons, her husband, a grandson, and an ex-husband to whom she was still very fond of as well. I made the great mistake of telling her son, whom I live with, that she visited me. This was a night later, after they had pulled the plug, so to speak. He is not a believer and never would have seen her. He was also not home at the time. I was getting ready for bed, putting on hand cream, etc., etc., when uh, there she was standing by the bedroom door. She did not look remotely see-through or ghost-like. 
All she did was tell me to tell her boys and her husbands by name that she loves them and that she is okay. I was a little offended I wasn't included, but that is besides the point. I got up and went over to her because she seemed so real. And by the time I got to her, she'd vanished. I went out to the balcony and sat there for a long time. When my husband came home, I told him what she said. And he just said I must have been dreaming. I truly believe she wanted them to know that she was a very spiritual person. Her sons, however, are not. So I'll keep my mouth shut henceforth. It was nice to see her again. And for the record, which I won't tell the sons, she was young and smoking a cigarette, which she hadn't done in many years. But it was definitely her. I still wish there was a way to convince the boys that she loves them, but it seems a hopeless point if they will just think I'm nuts or dreaming. The only happy point is that I got to see her one last time in her youth. One thing I regret, I forgot to ask her what was on the other side. And that's from Rafton. Rafton, <laughs> short and sweet. Thank you very much for sharing that. You know, every once in a while we get a story where someone sees an apparition and they say the same thing that you have here, which is they look solid, you know, they look real, not uh, see-through, right, misty, um, not half there, like they're missing their legs or something, they're floating around. Yeah, every once in a while we get a story where they see a loved one or just an apparition and they look real, you know, like they're uh, solid. I always find that interesting. Whereas, you know, many, many other stories are just, uh, like I just mentioned, uh, you know, see-through, misty, sometimes just a white blob. I remember there's one story, I don't know, long ago, season two maybe, and the listener described a ghost that they saw but it was just their torso on down yeah all they saw was these legs walking across their living room <laughs> yeah the upper torso was missing that's got to be a weird sight yeah Rafton hey thank you very much for sharing love the story all right and what do we got here what do we got next yeah guys it's a COVID-19 thing I guess the what if you guys have been keeping up with it, the vaccines coming out here hopefully maybe before the end of the year but uh, at the beginning of next year so that's a good thing but yeah this whole social distancing thing is uh, it's taking a toll on uh, many things and of course the US economy is in uh, shambles holy cow man it'd be interesting uh, what happens in the next few months but hey uh, we'll get through it. <laughs> All right, what do we got here? This one is by Joanne, and it's titled, Something About Our House. Okay, Joanne, let's see what you got, man. I'm writing this so I can catalog what's been happening, but I'm going to do something different. I'm going to explain the unusual things going on in my home, but... I'm also going to include possible rational explanation for what's been going on. 
When we took a tour of our home with the landlord, the current tenant was still in the process of moving out. I noticed when going upstairs that she had a smudging stick lying out in the open. I wasn't snooping or trying to look at her stuff because it was lying out in the open on her shelf. I don't know everything about smudging sticks except for what I've learned from Hollywood and we all know how incorrect that is most of the time. But perhaps something was happening at the house. I only mention it because it might bear some relevance. Anyways, I absolutely loved the house from the first moment I saw it and I felt such strong positive vibes. I was seven months pregnant when we moved in. Every night I had trouble sleeping, especially since it was summertime and very hot. Of course, being pregnant only exaggerated how hot it felt. So every other night I went downstairs while my husband slept upstairs in our bedroom, and I stayed up reading books or surfing the web. Every night I stayed up, I heard what sounded like someone walking around. The footsteps were coming from our bedroom upstairs, but I'd also hear someone walking between the other rooms and in front of the top of the stairs. I'd like to note that because of the layout of our house, most of this was in full view of where I sat every night. The only part I can't see from where I sat each night was the inside of our bedroom. So I was hearing what sounded like someone walking around at night, but my first thought was never anything unusual. I went upstairs each time to check on my husband. I was wondering if he was sleepwalking, which he's never had a habit of doing, but there's a first time for everything. Every time I'd find him deep in sleep in our bed. Sometimes out of curiosity, I'd gently wake him up and ask him if he was okay and if he'd been walking around. He'd sleepily say no. In the mornings, I'd ask him again if he had been walking around, even if only to go to the bathroom. The answer was always no. Whatever, I shrugged it off. But every night I stayed up, I heard the same sounds. I'd also get a very strong feeling of being watched from the top of the stairs. And many times, I'd look up expecting to see my husband standing there, but nothing was there. One day, I finally confided in him with what I was hearing every night. So we did an experiment, because the other explanation was that it was just the house settling. I asked my husband to walk around upstairs for me, and I'd listen to see if it sounded the same. Not a very scientific experiment, but it was the best I could think of. It sounded the same. The other thought I had was possibly mice, but our last home had mice and I know what they sound like. Okay, the next thing happened late at night when I was staying up. I had a 32 ounce water bottle that I regularly drank out of throughout the day. It was sitting on the kitchen table and this also was in full view of where I sat every night. All of a sudden, my water bottle which contained water in it, tipped over and fell onto the table with a loud thud. It startled me and my first thought was to blame our cat, but our cat was sleeping at my feet, underneath my chair. 
I thought it was odd that my water bottle could somehow suddenly tip over on its own. Nothing else in the house was displaced. For this, I can't offer any other rational explanation. The next thing happened with the painting I'd created for my daughter's bedroom. I put a lot of time and effort into it. Uh, anyways, when I completed it, I left it standing on top of the dresser in the baby room, leaning against the wall, for my husband to hang up at a later time. The next time I went in the baby room, I found the painting in the middle of the room, wedged between the rocking chair and the footrest. This one scared me a little. I showed it to my husband and we began discussing how it could have happened. He suggested the cat might have knocked it over, but I told him what I'd observed of our cat. Out of all the rooms in the house, the baby room is the only room she doesn't go into, even if I'm in there. Our cat follows me everywhere. If I'm in the baby room, she sits outside in the hallway and watches me from there. So my husband placed the painting back where it had been. He then shook the dresser, but the painting didn't budge. Uh, just because we couldn't get the painting to fall off the dresser doesn't mean it is impossible, but still, even if it did fall off unassisted, I can't see how it would have bounced all the way to where I had found it. As a possible explanation of my cat not going into the baby room, I actually don't want her going in there. And although I've never had to teach her not to go in there, it's likely that she can pick up on my body language. Twice, our radio has turned on by itself and played at full blast. This can be explained as some kind of electrical glitch. Another time when my husband and I were watching a movie, the menu to change screen size popped up on the TV. And then the screen size changed. My husband looked at me and laughed that I was sitting on the remote, but I pointed to the table in front of us where all the remotes were located. This too, I suppose, could have been an electrical glitch. For two nights in a row, I heard a knock on the front door. Both nights, I had been sitting on the couch reading. My husband was at work. On the first night that I heard the knock, I looked up and thought, I saw a gray misty thing, but it quickly vanished. I attribute what I thought I saw to being overly tired. I looked out the peephole in our door and saw nothing. I didn't bother looking out the window that night. As a side note, I had been getting weird feelings that night. The next night, I heard a single knock on the door again. And this time, it even made the little Christmas acorn bell on our doorknob, uh, left over from the holidays, jingle a tiny bit. I got up and looked out the window, but didn't see anything. A minute later, I looked out the peephole for curiosity's sake, but still, nothing was there. I turned on all the outside lights, thinking that someone was out there. Knocking holds significance for me due to something that had happened when I was a teenager. I'll explain. I had been awake in my room, aware of the feeling that something was there with me and listening to shuffling outside my door. When I asked out loud but quietly for whatever was there to knock on my door, there were three knocks on my door and the doorknob started to slowly turn. 
I got scared, asked whatever it was to go away, and then felt pressure on my leg, and even felt the blankets fold down as if someone had put a hand there. Ever since that night, every now and then, but not very frequently, whenever I feel not alone, I hear soft knocks from somewhere nearby me. On another night while my husband was at work, I had the overwhelming feeling that someone else was with me, other than my daughter and the cat. I was sitting on the couch with my baby daughter on my lap and kept hearing a strange shuffling sound directly behind me. Every time I turned to look for the source, I didn't see anything. The last thing that's happened so far was just the other night when I was taking care of my daughter and helping her go to sleep. She was falling asleep in my arms when her dangling toys on her toy bar thing suddenly started swinging back and forth as if something had swatted at them. A possible explanation for this is perhaps they had gotten caught on each other somehow and gravity finally did its thing. Well, uh, that's it. I apologize for this being long. I've probably forgotten something, though. I don't feel scared within my home, but there have been times when I've felt something else inside with us. I just don't want to let those feelings cloud my judgment. Thank you for taking the time to read this. Love the podcast. And that's from Joanne. Hey, Joanne, thank you very much for sharing. Yeah, man. You know what stuck out to me was that um, your water bottle flip um you know falling over on your kitchen table yeah you know uh, i stayed at a farmhouse i mention this every once in a while i think i mentioned it on the last episode too but there was a time where um we had this uh, vase uh this plant vase and it wasn't a rose vase but it, it was for flowers a flower vase and um the base was pretty th- was pretty wide but of course it it was wider at the top but it was empty and it flipped over on its side and the thing is i at the time i was in the kitchen doing dishes and i saw something move on my peripheral vision which was the vase and when i turned to look in that direction i saw the vase already in mid tip so i never saw what caused it i never saw it you know standing there and then tipping um that's too bad because i would have liked to see what caused it or if it just you know just all of a sudden just tipped over on its own but yeah, I was. Uh, I turned and I saw it in mid-tip and I just watched it tip over and roll off. Um, yeah, I, uh, I wasn't scared either. It was. I just sat, not sat there, I stood there fascinated watching this thing. And of course, I, you know, I was trying to find a rational explanation, kind of like you're doing throughout this whole story. Which, by the way, that's a good thing to do, is uh, to try to debunk things and... Uh, you know, when you exhaust all options, you might got you might have something. You know, but yeah, you know, um, that, that when I saw that vase already tipping over and it, you know, it tipped over on its side and rolled off, that was cool. <laughs> that was really neat, and it didn't feel bad in the house or anything like that. Uh, the farmhouse I was at. So yeah, you got a lot of things going on here. I like what you're doing. The whole painting thing, the the paint. Uh, the painting that you made for your daughter's uh, baby room. Yeah, from what you're describing, I find it hard to believe. It sounds like it, it moved from the dresser to... uh looks like there's a chair in the middle of the room. 
and you found it wedged between the chair and the footrest. Yeah. Um, spooky stuff, man. Hey, Joanne, thank you very much for sharing. Love the story. And that is it, guys. That's all. That's in uh, Britt's email that she sent me. And just remember, tomorrow, Tuesday, there will not be a new Aaron's Horror Show with Mr. Aaron Frail. And there will be, this Wednesday, a brand new show of Terry's Mysterious Moments with Terry from Texas. And remember, Terry's birthday is today, Monday. He turns 60. So, like I mentioned at the beginning of the show, if you want, go ahead and send him uh, some birthday wishes. I think he'll get a good kick out of that. And again, his Facebook page, just do a search for Terry's Mysterious Moments. Or, if you want to send him an email, send it to Terry's Mysterious Moments at gmail.com. And don't forget... This Friday, the new video shows are going to be releasing along with a new short film for Entertaining Short Films, the new category that we have. And as always, guys, thank you. We are flattered that you come here and you listen or watch the videos here at the RPA Network. And also, we like to thank our premium members for becoming a premium member. It really helps us out. If you want to become a premium member too, just go to realparanormalactivity.com. Big old button there. $3.99 a month. Cancel anytime. You get all the previous RPA episodes, all the listener stories, interviews, bonus episodes, even audiobooks of folklore from countries around the world. And with that, guys, stay safe out there, and I am calling it. The show's been produced by myself and Britt, and it's also made possible by LaFaz Corporation, and man, we love you. Oh yeah, we do. As always, thank you, and...